welcome to this talk from Emmaus Road, a church with congregations in Guildford and Woking in the UK. To find out more about who we are and what we're up to, please visit us online at EmmausRoad.com. Wow, that was off the chart amazing. Now, what you can't see uh, in the other part of the studio is Matt and Josh are still building their gingerbread houses. And I think it'd be fair to say it's not going very well for Matt right now. He's had to, well, he's had to, it's fallen over and he's having to rebuild it. So uh, Matt, uh, Josh, on the other hand, well, no, his, his, it's all, it's all gone a bit wrong. But anyway, uh, uh, lots of competition there. Now, uh, Christmas. Christmas, obviously gingerbread houses, carols, uh, Christmas dinner. And what else do we have? We have part of Christmas is this. It is a Christmas cracker. Now, I don't know if you know this, but the Christmas cracker actually tells the story of Christmas. That is right. The Christmas cracker tells us the story of Christmas. So uh, because of social distancing, what I'm going to have to do is I'm going to have to um, pull this by myself. The good news is it means I definitely win. Um, So, in the Christmas cracker, oh, yes, there we go, that was a relief. Uh, There are three things that come in every Christmas cracker. You get a crown, you get a joke, and you get a gift. And I'm going to share with you really quickly what they tell us about the Christmas story. So first of all, the crown, and this is a particularly nice shiny crown, which I'm going to put on just briefly because crowns aren't there. Look at, look at that, look at that. Uh, the crown, now what the crown tells us is that a king came. You'll know the story well, but at the beginning of Matthew's Gospel, we read after Jesus is born uh, in Bethlehem and Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi, that's wise men from the east, came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who is born to be king of the Jews? We have seen his star when it rose and we've come to worship him. Where is the king who has been born? A king came. What that means is that God chose at Christmas to become a baby. He gave up the majesty and the glory of heaven to be born in a stable. Now, I don't know what your idea of a stable is, but I think sometimes nativity cards uh, look, make it look amazing. It would have been dark, it would have been smelly, it would have been full of animals. And the only place that Mary and Joseph could find to put Jesus was in the feeding trough for animals. So Jesus, the king of the world, became, came to earth and became a baby. A king came and was placed in a manger. And wise men saw this, they recognised this, they saw his star in the east rising, they recognised that that meant that he was a king. So they brought gifts with him, and one of the gifts, as you know, was gold. And gold is something so precious, you only would give it to a king. So the first thing that we learn from the, Christ- from the Christmas cracker is that a king came. The next thing we have in our Christmas cracker is a uh, joke. Uh, I'm going to read you this one. Uh, what... Um, why was the turkey in the pot group? Uh, because he was the only one with drumsticks. That's pretty lame. Uh, um, uh, a trivia, and this is the trivia bit. According to the song, what did my true love give to me on the seventh day of Christmas? Any ideas? Seven swans. S- uh, Josh is right. Seven swans. Uh, swans are swinging. Sw- <laughs> <laughs> Seven. <laughs> 
seven <laughs> swans are swimming. Seven swans are swinging. So, but the point is, just like we get a joke or we get a bit trivia, actually Jesus came with his message. And his message was one of love and joy and hope. In John 10.10, 10, Jesus said this. He said, he said, I have come that they would have life in all its fullness. Now, you know, the, the thing is that we can have it all and we can still feel empty. We can have all the trimmings, so to speak. We can live in a nice house. We can have a nice car. We can have great friends. Our, you know, all those things, and there's nothing wrong with any of those things, but we can still feel an emptiness inside of us. Uh, for those of you who know Robbie Williams' song, Feel, he talks about this. He said... I just want to feel real love in the land of the living. There's a hole in my soul. You can see it in my face. It's a real big place. There's a hole in my soul. And so many of us journey through life with this sense, this nagging sense of emptiness, that there's something missing, even though we're not quite sure what it is. And Jesus said... Let anyone who is thirsty come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as the scriptures have said, rivers of living water will flow from within them. He said, if you're thirsty, if there's that hole in your soul, come to me and I will quench that thirst, that ache, that longing that so many of us feel and experience at different points in our lives. He promised that we would have a joy in John t- uh, 16, 22. He said he, want- he wanted to give us a joy that no one could take away, a joy that isn't defined by circumstances, that's defined by the hope that we have in him. So the th- second thing that the Christmas cracker tells us is, first of all, that a king came, and secondly, he came with a message. His very name means, Emmanuel, Jesus means, I am with you. I am with you. I love you. I'm for you. I see you. I know you. That is the message that we're reminded of at Christmas. And thirdly, the third thing we get in a Christmas cracker is a gift. In this case, I got a um, nail clipper, which may come in handy. Uh, but the difference is, the Chris, what, the, what we're reminded of at Christmas is that actually the gift was himself. He was the gift. John 3.16 says this, For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in in him will not perish, but will receive eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life life. This life in all its fullness that we've been talking about, this life that starts now and goes on forever. See, God doesn't see us uh, pottering through time and think uh, that's, that's a shame. What he did was he came and he became one of us. Jesus, fully God, fully man, walked amongst us. Show us what it was to be uh, God moving amongst us. He said, if you want to know what God is like, look at me. If you want to know how God, how God loves people, look at me. If you want to know what God thinks about things, look at me. He said, The Father and I are the same person. So if we want to know what God is really like, 
uh, we look at the person of Jesus. And God gave Jesus to us. He came to walk amongst us to show us what he's like, to show us about his heart for justice, his heart for the poor, his heart for the hurting, his love for each one of us. And more than that, Jesus didn't just walk amongst the earth and do extraordinary things, but ultimately he gave his own life that we could experience his life and know life with him that starts now and continues uh, forever. That's what he means when he said, God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but receive eternal life. See, the gift is also an offer. In order to receive a gift, we need to actually accept it and do something with it. It's not enough just for me to get my little nail uh, clippers, stick them in my pocket and forget about them. So I wonder if there are people watching this today and uh, you're just wondering if maybe this is a time to reflect and think about actually what this invitation means, what it might mean uh, for you. And if that's you, I'd love to encourage you to do two things. The first is I'd love you to encourage you to sign up for our next Alpha course. It's going to be starting in January. It's an amazing opportunity to just explore life, the universe, big questions and everything in between. There's going to be more details of that on our website, EmmausRoad.com. Check out the calendar. You'll see Alpha on there. Uh, Have a little read and I'd really encourage you to sign up. Uh, Just turn up for one session. If you love it, keep coming. If... It's not your bag. That is totally okay too. But explore what this invitation means. But for one or two of us, maybe actually you've been aware of this invitation. You've been aware that there's this kind of aching, this nagging emptiness. And if that's you, I'd love to invite you to pray a prayer with me. And what it does is it just invites Jesus uh, to be more a part of your life than he is already. We're all on a journey. We're all moving either towards him or away from him. And actually his love for us doesn't change uh, depending on where we are. His love for us is unconditional, it is unending, and is now for today. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to pray a really short prayer and I'd love to invite you, if that's you, if you just, you want more of God in your life, just echo this prayer in your heart and it's an opportunity to receive the greatest gift that you would ever receive, ever. A relationship with him that starts now and continues on for all eternity. Uh, So here's the prayer. Uh, In the prayer what we do is we say sorry for the things we've done wrong, we say thank you for the invitation and we say yes please. So if you would like to pray that prayer with me, uh, I would be thrilled. And then just drop a a message on church chat and we'll be in touch and we'd love to do everything we can for you as you explore what it is to uh, step out in this new relationship with Jesus. Let's pray. Uh, And if you want to pray this prayer, just echo it in your heart uh, with me. Lord Jesus, Thank you that at Christmas I'm reminded that a king came. You came. And that you came with a message of love and of joy and of hope. Thank you that you promise to meet that need in me, that longing in me for eternity. I'm sorry for the things that I've done wrong. They've got in the way of that. I'm sorry for relegating you to less in my life. Please forgive me for the things that I've done that have got in the way of that. 
and I want to accept your invitation to begin this walk with you now. Thank you that you love the world so much that you came and you gave your life so that I could be reconciled to you and so that I could begin this amazing journey that starts today and goes on forever. I accept that gift. In Jesus' name, amen.